Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Bratzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. My guest today is Carolyn King, business owner, positive psychology master coach, and kinesiologist. Hello, Carolyn. How are you, my friend? I am wonderful. How are you today, Bratzo? I am doing great. I wanted to talk to you about something that I know you are very, very, very familiar with. And that's something that I know absolutely nothing about. And that is kinesiology. So seriously, I know that you are a kinesiologist. I know that has a lot to do with this connection between coaching. So, so what is kinesiology? Like a lot of us would love to. Well, kinesiology in its rawest form is about movement. But what I do is called energetic kinesiology. And we're looking at the energy in the body. So essentially what happened was some very smart minds came together, a chiropractor, and he came together and he realized that there was a connection between our bones, our organs, and our muscles, along with Chinese medicine and the meridians in Chinese medicine. So we have this whole big group of things working together. And with an energetic kinesiologist, or if you look in the US, they may call it touch for health. So I know there's training in touch in, in the US because I know that's where this all started. But what we do is in person, you would come to see me, we would have a chat you would lie on the table and I would use an arm muscle to communicate with your subconscious, with your brain. So it's really cool. So like I said, in its rawest form, kinesiology is movement. So physios would put pressure on a muscle to determine its strength. In energetic kinesiology, we're actually looking at the integrity of the way the brain is communicating with the muscle. So when there's a stress in the body, the muscle will unlock. It's like a short circuit. I, I, talk, I talk about it in terms of the computer. Your brain's like a computer and your arm is the output. And when there's a short circuit, the arm unlocks and it tells us, all right, there's a stress here. And we can then dive into whatever that stress is. But we're looking at everything. So we can work with all the muscles in the body. And we can literally muscle test all the muscles in the body as well. So we go from contraction to expansion. It's a, it's a way of getting into the muscles because every muscle is communicating with your brain. So if you have a sore thigh muscle, for instance, if your quad, quadricep muscles are sore and they've been sore for many, many years or many, many months, there's quite often a stress with the way the brain is communicating with that muscle. So as an example, I've got, I had a story where I, I saw a 17-year-old who was going to the U.S. to play basketball and he had sore adductor muscles. So they're the muscles inside, you're in a thigh. And he had been to physios, he'd been to a whole lot of different therapists and he could not, he couldn't alleviate the pain. The pain was there. And he came to see me. We did a session, one session, and he walked away and he said, I don't know what she did, but my muscles are better. And I didn't touch his muscles. And the reason is, so when we're working with the body, we're looking at the emotions. So I looked at what is the emotion that his muscle was holding. You know, we've got muscle memory. We all know about muscle memory when you go to the gym. Yes. You do bicep curls. Well, we also understand that our muscles hold memory of emotion. So if something happened when you hurt yourself or injured yourself, 
the muscle is holding the memory of that emotion. Once we identify that emotion, and, and sometimes we just have to identify the emotion, that's it. Sometimes we have a little chat about it. We rub a few pressure points. Usually those pressure points are along the lines of the meridians, which is the Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. It alleviates the pain. The pain literally goes away. So I know I'm jumping all over the place, but it's because kinesiology has so many facets to it that we go, we can work with anything. So we can work with muscle pain. <coughs> Excuse me. We can work with the organs. I'm going to have some water. I'm really sorry. Yes. No, no, go ahead. You know, I'll use the opportunity to do the same. <laughs> Um, you know, when you swallow the wrong way, I had a client once who had really bad gallbladder pain and, um, she came in and she, she said her pain was 10 out of 10. So we rubbed some pressure points. Again, we run, rubbed the meridian points for gallbladder. She walked out the door with zero pain, but the next day she had her gallbladder removed. So as much as we can reduce pain, we couldn't we couldn't alleviate the damage already done to the gallbladder. So this is how powerful kinesiology is. We can help eliminate pain, but sometimes the damage is done. Right. So do you think if she came like from like I don't know, a while back when it was in the beginning, that you would be able to help and that they would possibly, be- yeah. Absolutely, possibly. When we're looking at the organs, again, we're looking at the emotions, but we're also looking at diet. So we can muscle test what works for you and what works for somebody else in terms of what you eat. So I had a, I had a baby, and, and we do something in kinesiology called surrogating where someone can muscle test on behalf of somebody else. Now, this I know this sounds a little bit woo-woo, but, you know, science, quantum physics tells us we're all connected. Yes, you know, we're yes. all connected through science. So I had a mother come to me. She said her one-year-old wasn't sleeping. She goes, I don't know what to do. He's not sleeping at night. So she, I muscle tested her. She, we used her body to communicate with the baby's body because I can't muscle test a baby. We determined that he could not eat potatoes at night. Once she took potatoes how out at did night. You, how did you determine that? Um, well, we have, we have what's called a directory. So we muscle test through lists of things or I do what's called um, PKP, which is um, Professional Kinesiology Practitioner. So we have like an address book on our fingers so we can we muscle test where we're going. And, you know, we have the little finger, which is electrical. So all the energetic parts of the body, if, I, if, I, if that tests up, I know it's something to do with meridians or if we're going to the spiritual, the chakras and the auras. The second finger is all about emotion. So if it tests up there, I know there's something emotional going on. If I test up on the, this middle finger... That's personal ecology. That is diet, food, adrenals, all that sort of stuff. So we tested up there. So I knew it was something to do with food. And then I can test up what it is. And we knew we needed to delete a food. So it's like an address book. It's the way so, that... But when, you, when you said you test up, is it something you fill on your finger? Like, how do you know? So I'm muscle testing. So I'm muscle testing someone with one arm while okay. I'm doing... And I'm saying electrical, emotional, personal ecology, and this one's structure. So anything to do with the physical body, muscles, you know, organs. So I'm muscle testing. So the minute the muscle goes weak, I know. Oh, that's what. Yeah. So it it sounds quite um, woo-woo, but in terms of muscle testing in its rawest form, there have been people, there's someone called David Hawkins who's written a wonderful book. He's passed away. He'd written, he's written a number of books, actually. Um, but his first book was Power Versus Force. 
and he talks about the validity of muscle testing and how it's one of the most accurate ways of getting truth because, you know, you can't lie with a muscle test. So, for instance, if you were to say to you, if we were going to use your whole body as a muscle test right now and you were to stand up, I mean, I know we're sitting, so it depends on how, how in tune you are with your body, but you could say, my name is Carolyn. And if I went forward, my, my body would tell me, yes, my name's Carolyn. So if you, but if I said, my name is Bratzel, my body would be going, no, it's not. And I would move backwards. So it's like using your whole body as a, as a muscle. So if you were to try it now, Bratzel, and you were to say, sit there and say, my name is Carolyn, and just notice what happens to your body. My name is Carolyn. Does anything happen? Do you go forward or back? Does anything happen? Maybe, maybe. But you know what? I, I push my back like really nicely to the chair. I just can't. So I can't like that. But, but seriously, like, so, okay. So going back to chiropractors, I can tell you that I had that experience. And I have a lot of friends and colleagues who absolutely don't believe in that. I, I knew nothing, you know, when I came to U.S., I didn't know that term. What's a chiropractor? We, we never, I'm sure we have that now back in Bosnia, former Yugoslavia, but back then when I was growing up, that didn't really exist. And, uh, and I, I did not believe in it and I didn't go. And then at one point we actually met a friend who had a friend and says, and I started, I, I actually convinced myself, seriously, this is like, I convinced myself that this is working. I had no clue what it is, but I go, you know what? This is going to help me. And I think this is, and even my chiropractor said that that helped me, that I was able to tell myself and convince that this would work. And I mean, she was tremendous help. You know, it took like a couple, I don't know how many sessions, but you know, back I had, it's all about, it was all from stress. I yes, had a yes. terrible back pain, I couldn't move. Had nothing, I never lifted anything, heavy. It had nothing to do with physical damage, but it was all caused by stress. So, so what I'm thinking with kinesiology, like you said, it sounds like woo-woo. I mean, if I don't know you so well, if I don't know what else you can do, if I don't know your amazing coaching capabilities, you know, maybe I would really think, is this real, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm very much open-minded and I know it is, and I, I have a lot of friends who are kinesiologists, but again, I don't know about it. So, so some listeners might be like, oh, you know, is this really real? But of course it is. And you know, if you don't believe it, don't try. Uh, that's what but when you experience it in your body that's the fun thing when I do get someone in the clinic and they lie on the table and I show them how it works their expression is wow and this is what I love about it because some men are very adverse they don't want to talk about their emotions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they come they lie on the table they feel it in their muscles and they go okay uh -huh. Okay, you're you're doing it harder. You're doing it softer. You're doing. I go. I'm not. And like, and then eventually they feel it because I always show them how it works. So, I think with kine and, and chiropractors do do applied kinesiology. So there are some chiropractors that definitely oh. do muscle testing. Absolutely, um, and they will muscle test emotions up. Absolutely. I mean, I don't remember. This was like you know 25 years ago, but I do remember. And she maybe she did again. I don't know, but I do remember she was saying. You know, there's really nothing wrong with your back. Like, this is all from stress. Do, do you have a stressful job? Do you, so we talked about that. That I remember. 
what happened when she came to US, can you pay her bills? You know, she was very, because we were also, you know, friend of friends. So we yeah, became yeah. friends. So I'm glad to hear that this actually has, has a connection. Uh, I also, I, I'm thinking, I know you do a lot of, uh, you help people, you know, become happy as I would call, right? So, so you teach happiness and you help a lot of people in, in that field. How is the kinesiology connected? What's great about kinesiology is I have learned protocols that help to calm down the stress response. So quite often we go into that fight-flight response. So we've got the vagus mm -hmm. nerve, you know, the polyvagal theory. I don't know if many people know about mm -hmm. that, but there's a, there's a theory by uh, Dr. Stephen Porges who he talks about the polyvagal theory about fight-flight, freeze response. It's essentially how our brain operates. Mm -hmm. I've been blessed to have learned numerous techniques that help to calm that part of the body down now the beauty about this is i can do these online i don't need to muscle test i know how to do these particular movements and they they help to calm the fight flight response down because if we're in any kind of stress if our brain is in that state of there's danger somewhere where is it we can't be happy so the first thing we need to do is calm down that fight flight response i would say 95 percent of my clients it's one of the biggest things i do now with the knowledge I have from you, Brazzo, I bring in mindfulness, I bring in positive psychology and quite often the mindfulness gets put into that, that part where I calm the vagal system down or bring it back into balance. Then what we do is we can muscle test to see what the body wants to do because we've talked in other episodes about how we give a lot to other people and we don't do enough me time. We can muscle test to see what is stressing out a person in their life. So it could be a relationship. It could be a chore they do. It could be an activity they do. We can muscle test what stresses them out. Then we can discuss how we can reduce or eliminate that. And then we can go back to muscle testing well, or we can problem solve. And this is where I bring the coaching in is what would you like to do with your life? What makes you happy? But we have to release the stress before we can get to that point of being able to have that higher functioning in the brain. Does that make oh, sense? No, absolutely. But this is such a fascinating. I love this discussion. You know, today, really today, I had uh, in one of my group coaching sessions, I had a lady who was uh, uh, still is massage therapist. And she's been doing this for the last 10 years. And uh, I guess a similar like you, she said, I, I, I realized that I'm actually coaching people while I'm doing therapy. So why don't I then also create a coaching practice? <laughs> she also took the post-coaching master coach program. But, uh, but it, it's, it's really so related. It's fascinating how this works. I, I really love to learn about this. Uh, can you, I assume you cannot do anything remotely, can you? No, I can. I can. Really? Which is wonderful. Um, so we, in terms of remotely, what we've learned is, again, we're going back to quantum physics, we're all connected. So I can muscle test on your behalf, which sounds quite, that may, and the one thing I want to get clear with kinesiology, it can be quite woo-woo and it can go quite spiritual, but it can also be very structural. It doesn't have to be. So when I'm working with my clients, I work within the paradigm that they're living in. So yes. I've worked with Christians, I've worked with Muslims, I've worked with uh. Hindus. So I don't always, you know, if I know that they're not into chakras and auras, that's fine. I won't go there. Like that's absolutely, I can work purely and it, it doesn't make it less effective. I work within the paradigm of the client. If they're not spiritual at all or not religious, that's fine too. I can work just on the muscles. Um, 
in terms of working remotely, I can muscle test on the client's behalf. Like remember I spoke about surrogating when someone else yes. can do it. Yes. I can do it on their behalf and then I get them to rub the pressure points. Or I um, we have so kinesiology has I think it always has a coaching basis in it because when we learnt it we were learning a little bit about NLP and we were learning a bit about letting oh, really? the client Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we do a bit of eye movement work, we do tapping. There's kinesiology is like a modality that's brought everything together. And we muscle test to see what the optimum result is. So online, last year, I realised that I could even help people with muscle pain, which was, it even blew my mind away. I'd have people messaging me and we'd be online and they had a sore shoulder. I would muscle test because when we're clearing muscle issues in the body, we're rubbing pressure points on the body, which the client can do online. We're talking about emotions. Again, we can talk about that online. So really... I can do most of it online as well. Wow. That's pretty- I, I, fascinating. I didn't know this. Wow. Yeah. We, had to, we had to adapt, you know, with, uh, with lockdowns, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, during our lockdowns through the COVID period, we had to, we weren't allowed to see people in, in our clinic in person. So we had to adapt. And a lot of kinesiologists were able to adapt online and, get some phenomenal results. And I've had that myself. I've had clients say, wow, I didn't know I could get this result online. Were people, so, open, were people open to that? Were most people open to, well, I assume existing clients probably. Uh, not open. even new clients. Even really? just this week I had, um, or, yeah, this week, I had two new clients and another one. Yeah, so I've had three new clients that are all willing to do online this week. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have... Um, in terms of existing clients, I have clients around Australia, so they clearly can't come and see me. They're happy to do yeah. online. I have a client, a few clients that live within my area that when we are able to see clients in person, they still choose to do online sessions because it suits them and it serves their, you know, that they're happy to do it online and then they can just go about their business. They don't have to drive here, even though they're only maybe 10 or 15 minutes away. So there are some clients that actually prefer online and Speaking to some of my clients, some people don't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I would think so. Right, right. So online's even better because they're in their safe space. So I guess with me, and most kinesiologists have also learned something else, so they're, they're able to adapt with other things. And for me, I, I bring in the coaching, so the positive psychology coaching that I've learned from you and life coaching. Yeah, and- let's talk about that. I, I, I'm curious how... Um, kinesiology can and does connect with, with the coaching and how you uh, transform, not really transform, you still have kinesiology, but like kind of make that integration, if you will, which I think it's really cool to do these two things and then and do more just a coaching by itself. I think the core idea of coaching and kinesiology is that the client always has the answers. Yes. So, yes. Exactly. And that's the same. So it is in coaching as it is in kinesiology. So we don't tell them what to do. I guess, so what I do is I might muscle test for them to help identify where a stress is if they're stuck. But when they are talking, so when they're chatting through whatever it is they're working through, as we know, we, we allow the client to talk, I will ask them to rub a pressure point to release the energy in the body to help them get access to that. 
So this energy in the body, we're going back to Chinese medicine, which has been around thousands of years. Right. The meridian system has been around. Chinese medicine has been validated through science. And I know more and more is getting more and more... um, I know medical doctors are referring to to acupuncturists and Chinese medicine. So we use the same energy in the body. But just by rubbing a point, you can stimulate and release the energy. So while they're talking about something, I will grab, I will muscle test them. And, or sometimes I just intuitively know now. I've been doing it for so long, I'm just in tune and I may know what the client needs. I'll get them to rub a pressure point while they're, they're talking. So while I'm coaching them, I'll just rub this point while you're doing that. You know, there's a point here on the hand, which is all about the heart. So I'll just, just rub this point while you're talking. So just in there, it's a neuroemotional point for the heart and uh, more on the side. So just under, so follow your little finger down mm-hmm. and just little finger, other side of the hand. <laughs> little finger yeah, down. For, and just, for some people, they don't see. I just don't, didn't really know. Exactly like, that you know that's a neuroemotional point for heart. You know, <laughs> oh, well. On the other side, in the pad of the thumb, we have a neuroemotional point for the lungs. So people don't breathe properly, do they? So when you're doing a mindfulness activity, great point to rub to release the energy in the lungs. I love how this is all connected. This is really amazing. So, so, so when you do just pure coaching, say somebody signed up for your coaching package, right? You still use some of the kinesiology, right? Yeah. And then I, I assume you figure when you can, I can't, if you're comfortable or not, I, you can't. In all honesty, I say when you come to see me, you get everything. Yeah, I love it. Because I can't, if I know a tool's going to work from something else, I can't not use it. But I would ask the client for their permission, but quite often I make it clear up front that when you come to see me, you get every all my tools in my toolbox. So because I've done different, I've done another coaching modality called embraining or MBIT, which is um, multiple brain integration techniques. And it's a coaching modality just connecting with your head, your heart, and your gut brains. And I bring that in a lot as well. So if a client needs something, I will bring that in because I feel that that's why they've been drawn to me. And I think that's just like with coaching. If someone's drawn to you, they're drawn to your skill set and your life experiences and who you are as a person. So you know, when they come to see me, I say, you get everything. I'm not going to say, oh, no, you're only here for kinesiology. I'm not giving you this bit. No, no, you get whatever, you know, whatever you need at the time, obviously with their permission. Obviously. So so even if they come for kinesiology only, say for your, your knowledge and skills and that, you will certainly, you know, when, when need, we apply some of the coaching tools because it's oh. part of it. You talk to them, right? coaching is, I think, a part of kinesiology anyway. I think for me, learning coaching made me a better kinesiologist. Yes, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Wow, I love this. I love this. This is great discussion. I got to try this. Uh, uh, this, is, this is really amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. This is awesome. My pleasure. I think I answered all your questions, didn't I? Was there anything else? No, I think you answered. I mean, I really wanted to know just for myself, you know, what is kinesiology? You know, I have a couple other friends in, 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 in Australia specifically, not here in the U.S., that are that practicing kinesiology, but I didn't really know what it is. I wanted to understand, you know, that connection between kinesiology and happiness because I know you connected that so well, and I wanted really for, for myself and for our audience to understand that. And also... Um, to see uh, how you integrated your coaching. And now it's very clear that 
you know, this is all connected and that you, with all the tools that you have, you really provide so much value to your clients. And, and I just love it. And that's, that's what we do. Well, what I want to say for those in the US, if they're looking for a kinesiologist, it may be called energetic kinesiology or it may be called touch for health. So touch for health is, it's all sort of similar and, and brain gym is another branch of kinesiology. And I know because touch for health and brain gym come out of the US, um, brain gym was created by a wonderful man called Paul Dennison and his wife, Gail Dennison. They're located in the US as well as um, touch for health, which is Matthew Thee. So if you look up, those um, those words, I'm sure you'll be able to find someone in the U.S. that can do that for you. Why would I find somebody in the U.S. when I have you in Australia? You can do remote. Well, that's true too. Oh, we can do it online. We can definitely do it online, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you so, so much. Really, really appreciate this. It was so much fun talking. I Thank learned you. so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, my friend. Talk to you soon. Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% off full membership.